Good morning there to you, my friends. And how are you this morning? How was your night? I hope we've all had a restful night. And how has your week been in all? I do hope that we have all enjoyed the grace of Almighty God. Welcome to another weekend. And you are welcome to review. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Good morning, Abba Father. And I will love, thank, and praise your holy name for safe arrival yet again into your presence this weekend, this morning. We praise you, O God. We worship you. We honor your name. We lift your name up high. Glory to you, Abba, in the name of Jesus Christ. And as we have come to continue with our series, Holy Spirit, we cannot but invite you. Apart from you, we learn nothing. We know nothing. We study nothing. We understand nothing. Therefore, Holy Spirit, come and teach us yourself today. Give us a heart to understand, a heart of understanding, and help us in the application of your word into the journey of our lives and faith. And as we go into the word, I cover every heart and ears listening to the sound of my voice wherever you are with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Receive understanding and the grace for application. Thank you, Abba, for in Jesus Christ's mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Welcome once more to review my good friends. Continuation of our series, Miracles, Signs, wonders and salvation and we've got part five today we have the same thing in the bracket that goes what is your focus we've had the question what is your focus since the first week we began this series and that's because friends i didn't want to say what's your take on them to make it seem as though it's it's up for a debate or something you understand and we are not debating here are we no we are learning studying looking into the word of god together or searching the scriptures if you like I mean, to get answers to whatever question we may have, such as we asked in the first week and are still dealing with, still studying, still treating to today. So today, let's look at the fact that we as believers, children of God, Christians, Oh, Christ followers, 
might actually be getting it all wrong when it comes to signs and wonders. I mean, wasn't that wasn't that one of the questions in the first week where I had said to you, could it be that we have a wrong perspective about miracles? Are we getting something wrong here? Because if your view, your outlook, or perspective is wrong, then I'm afraid you've probably lost the focus we're talking about in the bracket up above next to the topic and are most likely to be deceived which may end up causing you to even drift away from faith altogether. Right, friends? Will you please come with me as we read together from the gospel? And it is according to John chapter 6, where we shall be reading from verse 22 to 30 and then 35. Please come with me to gospel according to John chapter 6. Let's read from verse 22 to 30 and then we go on to verse 35. Verse 22 reads, On the following day, when the people who were standing on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there except that one which his disciples had entered and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but his disciples had gone away alone. However, other boats came from Tiberias near the place where they ate bread after the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they also got into boats and came to Capernaum, Capernaum seeking Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you. Because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent 
Verse 30. Therefore, they said to him, What sign will you perform then, that we may set it, see it and believe you? What work will you do? Verse 35, and where we shall stop, reads, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. The Lord bless the reading together. Or if you were listening to his holy word being read, Amen. But you know, brothers and sisters, I implore you to make sure you go through John chapter 6. Everything. When it's time for you to study, to meditate on the word of God. Why? Because John chapter 6 is packed full of Jesus' words, full of points, full of bullet points, really, if you like. God bless you. You see, friends, sincere seekers seek God with no motives whatsoever. And that's why we see Jesus here, like criticizing the people, really. He criticized the people, all the crowd, thronging him. Why? Because they had motives. They had followed him for physical and temporal benefit. Look at Jesus crying out to them, saying, Look here, guys. I'm the I am the real deal. I am all you need. You just need your focus on me. Don't don't be distracted by the loaf or the miracles. I am the real thing. But in all this, their hearts was divided. Their heart was not with Jesus, but for the benefit. And you see, one of the things Jesus hammered on in all his teachings in the Gospels was commitment. But these people still wanted more signs after all the miracles they had seen him do. But Jesus armored on commitment, which I believe includes counting the cost as put by Jesus in the gospel according to Luke chapter 14, verse 28. Because when you hear the word commitment, we're talking about undivided, exclusive, or total commitment. That is, forsaking all to follow the King of glory. Forsaking all to follow Jesus. Luke chapter 14, verse 33, as put by Jesus himself. 
I mean, it wasn't a problem for Jesus to keep feeding these people again and again, performing miracles like he had been doing all along. But he was concerned that these people will keep coming for the love to satisfy their physical hunger and sustain physical life while they waste away spiritually. While they waste away spiritually. You see, he wanted them to get the fact that following him is more than everyday love eating and finding comfort or possible means to break free from trouble, from every trial. As motivating and encouraging to the heart they may be, the Christian cannot afford to be preoccupied or get busy with miracles, signs, and wonders. Why? You see, it is because the Christian life, listen to this, my friends, it is because the Christian life is lived by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. That is, even if and when there are no physical or obvious signs and wonders, even in suffering, or painful circumstances, even in discomfort, where we come up with our whys and hows and whats and whens, we are still to trust and rely on God's sovereignty. So let me ask you, my friends, what is your focus? What has your focus been over the years as you have journeyed? Has your focus been on Jesus? Have you been seeking him in all your seeking wholeheartedly? Or is your heart divided? Oh, you have questions? I'm sure you do. I have questions too. But you see, I can't promise you answers to all of your questions. I can't promise all the because you want to hear. I don't even have answers to them. But he does. Jesus does. Why don't you let us trust him, friends? You see, he is just enough. Jesus is. And you know, he is still in the business of bringing forth or showing miracles, signs, and wonders. He can never run dry. He can never pack up business. All you need to do is that in all your seeking, 
Seek Jesus. In all your seeking, whatever you do, seek Jesus alone. He, he, he's got all the answers to your whys, to your hows and what's. I've got no answers. But he does. Because he is just enough. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the power of your word this morning. We thank you for teaching us yourself. And we pray, Abba Father, because we, we want to trust you. We choose to seek you in all our seeking. We choose to seek you. We want you to be our all. We believe you are just enough. Help us to lean hard on you. And Lord, I pray for my friends, especially those of us trusting you for long due miracles, whatever those are. I pray that you show forth your power, oh God, in those areas. We wait on you. We need you. We long for you. Have your way, Lord, and manifest yourself in all of our lives. As we go, we cover ourselves and everything we own with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. May we come back next week with thanksgiving, bringing our testimonies before you. Thank you, gracious God. We return all the glory unto you. Be thou praised forever and ever. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. And everyone say with me, Amen. I want to thank you so much, friends, for joining me again this Saturday morning. Thank you and God bless you. We've still got one more to go. This is not the end. And I implore you to join me again next week as we search the scriptures together. I want to show you a man who got it all wrong when it comes to miracles, signs, wonders, and salvation. We just, we just need to see that as we round up this great series next week by God's grace when we shall be having part six, which will be the final part of this series. So I implore you to join me again by God's grace. But until next week, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household now and forever. Amen.